by Simon live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Greetings, greetings, beautiful people. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am in Seattle, Washington, and I am really, really excited to be here with you for another episode of the African Father in America podcast. And uh, we are live streaming across multiple platforms. Uh, we are live streaming on YouTube, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and also on X, formerly known as Twitter. And today I have a really, really special guest. Uh, Wayne Methu is my guest here. Uh, and Wayne is a really, really incredible human being. Whenever we talk, he's always helping someone or involved with a project somewhere that is helpful to somebody. Uh, but particularly, uh, he's an experienced logistician uh, that specializes in event production. Uh, you know, he's got, uh, you know, a wealth, a ton of, uh, you know, experience uh, ensuring that exhibitions uh, work well, events work well. Uh, and we were beneficiary of his skills with the recent Madaraka Festival. So we will talk about all that. For now, Wayne, go ahead and say hello to our viewers and our listeners. And then uh, I will share today's proverb and then we'll continue the conversation that way. Thank you very much, Simon. And thank you for having me. It's quite an honor. You're doing great as well. Uh, it's morning out here in the West Coast of San Francisco in California. And I'm happy to be part of this conversation this morning, Simon. Excellent, excellent. I'm also really, uh, you know, honored that you're here. Uh, it took a while for us to be able to make this happen. And uh, I just love, you know, connecting with people in person, uh, connecting with people virtually, and then eventually building community. And I feel like that's what we've re really built uh, between me and you and our families and our community. So uh, let's see what today's proverb says. Uh, our proverb today is from Ghana. Our proverb is all the way from Ghana and it says that impatience cannot ignite a fire. Impatience cannot ignite a fire. That is our proverb for today. And uh, uh, I'm going to share just three nuggets of wisdom around this proverb. So if you're watching, especially if you're watching on YouTube, I just want you to take a minute and subscribe to the channel. That's the only thing I want you to do. Take a minute and subscribe to the channel. When you do that, it helps with the growth of the African Father in America podcast. And as a result, we are able to, you know, improve the quality of the production, uh, you know, bring uh, incredible guests to the show and just cement this as one of our cultural pillars here in the diaspora. So uh, the proverb I just shared a moment ago is really beautiful, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in Ghana. I just want you to go to the news and learn uh, for yourself. Impatience cannot ignite a fire. What this proverb is really teaching us is that uh, no matter what is going on, you have to you have to understand that even if you are angry, you know, uh, it will not make a difference, you know. Even if you're angry, even if you're impatient, you might end up breaking things. You might end up doing things in the way that you should not be doing them. 
But I want to read the exact nuggets of wisdom that we prepared for you today. The first one says that patience is a virtue, you know. It is important to be patient in all aspects of our lives, you know, from our careers to our relationships. When we are patient, we are more likely to achieve our goals and build strong relationships, you know. Not the word relationships, you know, because if you're not patient... Uh, you can't build relationships with anybody, whether it's at work, at home, uh, in the streets, you know, uh, because you will end up being reactive to everything. Number two, our second nugget of wisdom says that good things take time, you know. Uh, there is no shortcut to success. It takes time and effort and dedication to achieve our goals. We should not be discouraged if we even if we do not see the results as fast as we want them. You know, uh, we live in an era of social media and we are always, uh, you know, wired to expect likes the moment we post content, you know, <laughs> expect views the moment we post a video. But sometimes it takes a year for your youtube channel to actually become visible and a video that you posted a year ago goes viral two years later you know uh, so it requires patience uh, for things to work out you know that's just one example now the final nugget of wisdom don't rush the process you know it is important to take our time and do things the right way when we rush we are more likely to make mistakes and it is better to take the time to do things the right way the first time you know if you're patient the first time maybe you just have so many you have limited resources you know and you have a big idea you know uh if you if you mess up the first time you might not have an opportunity again so before you take action in the process of being patient you could actually be understanding and studying other people who did the same thing what mistakes they did what experiences they went through and then you can make a decision so that you don't pay for the experiences that other people already paid for, you know? Uh, Wayne, what do you think about this proverb? I think it's, it holds timeless wisdom, uh, especially coming from Ghana. I think uh, we know the history of Ghana being the first country in Africa to gain independence. I believe it must have taken a lot of time. But I like uh, the nuggets of wisdom that you put in there as well about patience especially. I think that you're right to say that in this day and age, a lot of us want that instant gratification. We wanna get results right away, but we also need to practice patience. I think that with anything good, like a fire in this example, before we can ignite it, I think it's uh, proper to prepare. We used to say growing up that if you uh, fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. And in the same way as, as you're lighting a fire, I imagine, you know, growing up when we used to have the three stones and we'd put them together, pick up some wood, put some uh, paper underneath there, pour some kerosene and then ignite. All that is preparation. And for us to achieve any greatness or any results that we want to see in our current uh, careers, in our relationships, as you put it, and just in life in general, there's that aspect of preparation and just like, waiting and planning slowly um i'll just finish by saying that 
a tailor, for example, when they're making a piece of clothing, they say you measure twice so that you can cut only once. I love that. You measure twice so that you can cut only once. You know, I love that. It's incredible. Uh, that's a proverb that we should use sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, you know, Wayne, one of my favorite questions to ask guests uh, on the African Father in America podcast is for you to share a story, something that happened when you're 8 to 12 years old that continues to drive you today. And I share my own story that when I was 8 years old, my mother asked me to help her distribute milk and bread in our neighborhood. I was not the only one she asked to do this. She asked multiple other people, my cousins, my my older brother, and she also hired actually adults and she gave all of us bicycles, you know, she would buy bicycles, used bicycles from different people. And then our job was to put crates of milk and bread in the back of the bike, you know, on the career of the bike. And we would distribute it in our neighborhood. Everybody had their own zone, you know, where we made sure milk and bread got there before 6 a.m., you know. So the the distribution started around 2 a.m. in the morning. So I attribute the discipline I have today of waking up early, of taking risks and uh, producing uh, a, a major event like the Madaraka Festival over the last nine years. I attribute all of this to my mother's uh, mentorship, you know. Um, and she was a tough woman. She was, she was uh, not a pushover, you know, even... A lot of men uh, had to give away because she was always very, very determined. So uh, I, I give her credit for a lot of the success that I have, you know. Um, so I want you to go back and reflect and share with us a story that makes you who you are today, you know. Because I feel that you are one of the most, uh, uh, you know, outstanding young Kenyans I've met here in the diaspora uh, I'll talk more about it later, but I think, uh, go ahead and share where this drive comes from. Thank you, Simon, and I love your story as well. That uh, discipline to wake up early in the morning, it definitely takes some grilling into soul. Shouts to your mom as well. Um, personally, I pride myself to be a, pas a person who's passionate about service and community to others. Um, as you've seen in my work here and uh, through my studies and the experience that I've gained over the years, a lot of it has been based around community and service to others. I credit that to an uncle of mine when I was about 10, I think, 10 or 11, around that age. He came to live with us. Uh, we were living back then in a place in Kenya called Nakuru. I'm sure you know about it. And in those years, I think it's safe to say a lot of responsibilities in the home were divided into gender roles. For example, women are supposed to do certain chores, men are supposed to do other chores, but this uncle of mine um, was just selfless. And let me describe him for you. He was a big man. He had a gnarly face. If you saw him, you'd think this guy is a bouncer or a security person. But the kind of work that he ended up doing for us and with us included taking care of us, taking care of the home, just helping mom with cooking, helping around the house with things like laundry. And he was very humble to the extent that people just got to like him. And the benefit that he left or imparted with me is that 
regardless of how much success we have, regardless of how much um, strength we think we possess, it's always better to be humble. And service comes from a place of humility. So in my work, in my career, also I did uh, hospitality work uh, in Nairobi for five or something years. I uh, here also have worked in communities to help other people. And even with the nonprofit where we met, uh, it was all towards service to others. So that's a memory and that's a person in my life that really sticks out. And I remember to always be humble every day. I love that. I love that. And, uh, you know, speaking about how we met through a nonprofit, I want to speak about that for a moment. But I, I first want to take a minute and really thank all our viewers and listeners. I see you all over there on YouTube. Uh, I just want to ask you to comment on this conversation and give this video a thumbs up, you know, for those who are live right now. You know, just comment down below and give this video a thumbs up. Uh, I, I, I know that you want to engage with our conversation. You don't just want to... Uh, watch and chill uh, but if you're driving or something like that just stay safe you don't need to comment um, I just want to ask for just one thing comment share with us your own thoughts about uh, this proverb that we have been discussing today and also give this video a thumbs up so that YouTube algorithm knows that we were here <laughs> now uh, you know Wayne and I connected on email, uh, you know, he was volunteering for uh, Tiba Foundation and I was invited there to go and play Nyatiti, the instrument that is behind me. Uh, so, you know, I went to San Francisco and uh, Wayne picked me up, you know, he was driving this big truck and, you know, we, we connected. I was surprised to be picked up by someone from Kenya. So. I was very, very, uh, you know, excited. I felt safe. I felt great uh, the entire time I was in San Francisco. Uh, and then he was able to, you know, we were able to really, really work together at the event. Uh, and we were able to help raise almost 300,000 for Tiba Foundation in a span of like three hours, you know. So, you know, we were able to see each other in an environment where we, we, we needed to, produce results you know and then we we, we we connected and before i knew it wayne was in seattle uh, I, I really thank you for actually you know taking the time uh, using your own resources to travel from san francisco not just to come to enjoy uh madaraka festival but to come and help you know uh, so i just want to thank you for all of that um but i want you to just take us a little further you know because uh, I know of the work that you do in San Francisco uh, where you are specializing in logistics for events and that's part of why you ended up supporting with Madaraka Festival. I just want you to share with us, you know, how did you get into this? You know, how did you decide that, you know, I want to be someone that supports nonprofit organizations in the community. You're also going to school right now. Uh, but you are really deeply involved with event production and especially logistics. Uh, talk about all of this, you know, what are you studying? Uh, and then talk about how you got into logistics for events. And then talk about, you know, is this what you want to continue doing, you know? Uh, and then how far do you want to go with it? You know, uh, share with us some of your dreams, you know? <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you, Simon. I think this would also be a good place to just plug in your music. When we corresponded or when you were coming over to uh, San Francisco, I was given your name and I was told this guy is really good. You should listen to him. And so I went on Spotify and I looked up Simon O'Kill and oh my gosh, you are amazing. You do not do it justice when you don't plug it. So look up Simon O'Kill if you can. He has really amazing music. Um, yeah. So in line with uh, being of service to others, I think that it started from a, a place of love and a place of heart and a place of wanting to be in the entertainment industry. While in Kenya, I did uh, some work for Homeboys Radio. Shout out to Homeboys Radio. I was a news editor and presenter over there. And that experience just want, made me want to know and learn more about events, coordination, logistics, because going from a concept or a writing table to actually pulling together an event like you have done for the last nine years, you must know this is heavy logistical work. Um, I want to also talk about Tiba Foundation just for a second where we met. Uh, Tiba Foundation is a great nonprofit. They have done a lot of work in rural Kenya, helping girls especially and hospitals. I came about Tiba because, again, I was just trying to help out, give back to my community. And being somebody from Kenya, this was a great space. It started out as an internship. I was still at uh, San Francisco State University. And then it progressed into administrative support. And before you know it, we were doing events and we have raised quite a bit of money that goes to uh, Kenya to help girls. Look up Border Girls, Border Border Girls. You'll see that uh, project there and a story is also on that page. After undergrad in international relations, Simon, as you know, I moved into the workforce. I have done a, a bit of work with SF Jazz. San Francisco Jazz is an events company as well. They have hosted the greats uh, such as Barack Obama, who gave a speech there. And if you're a jazz uh, enthusiast, there's uh, John Coltrane, who has performed there, among others. The list is endless. My time there began, like the proverb says, uh, you know, impatience, um, impatience cannot ignite a fire. So when I walked into this organization, I was an artist assistant. Basically, I was doing uh, work on the studio, on the studios, on the stage, setting up, pulling down uh, setups and things like that. Sometimes assisting artists coming in and going out uh, through events, through the shows. And this just magnified the passion that I have. First, I'm helping people and I like logistics. So it just all came together and meshed really well. And then when I came to Seattle to see you, I think that experience also um, was quite uh, impactful for me and in my career uh, pro perspectives. I want to say uh, it was a great experience. There was a lot of moving parts, but once you get in there and you understand what the outcomes are supposed to be, you kind of become part of the machine. So you're a cog in the machine, you know, like who's handling what artists, who's handling what aspect of the stage and things like that. And that way, I just got to learning and I'm still learning and I would love to end up in logistics coordination for bigger projects, especially in the field of diplomacy. I am doing my graduate program at the Middlebury Institute of International Studies at Monterey. I'm taking a joint master's program there, international policy and development and also international trade and economic diplomacy. These two will help me understand the workings of uh, organizations such as the United Nations, 
the formation of regional bodies, including states like the BRICS coming up right now, the impact of China on the world, and things like that. This understanding will push me towards uh, giving back, giving back to Kenya, giving back where the resources are needed. That's incredible. That's incredible. You have very concise answers. You know, I can tell that, you know, um, you 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 are you, you are an editor. You know, you are a news editor. You, 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 I love how you're answering and you're, you know, bring, putting things together in a really beautiful way. Uh, I know that we have a lot of friends who are commenting here, who have joined us for the show. Just let us know where in the world you are tuned in for today's episode of the African Father in America podcast. I want to give you a shout out at the end of our show today. Uh, my guest is Wayne Methu, who is uh, an experienced logistician, originally from Kenya, currently based in San Francisco. And uh, he's been sharing with us his own perspective on today's proverb. He has shared with us his story and we are continuing to learn a little more about him. But I want to take a second here and just talk about the Africa Day Business Forum. Uh, I'm going to pull a, a nicer image of the Africa Day Business Forum. This one, this one, this one. Yeah, so Africa Day Business Forum is coming up uh, this Saturday, this Saturday, uh, September 30th at the Motif Hotel in seattle and uh, it's from 8 30 to 10 p 10 p.m uh and i want you to join us there you know um go to eventbrite and get a ticket for the africa day business forum this is an incredible event uh, that is organized by one of the first kenyans to come to the pacific northwest in the in the 60s you know uh, his name is uh, Mr. Peter Gishuru, and uh, one of the people that he, he came and found in Seattle, the only person that was in Seattle before him from Kenya was the founder of Royal Media Services, you know. Um, and so they literally lived together, went to school together, and you can tell that, you know, uh, these are the kind of elders that we need to pay attention to, you know. Uh, Mr. Gishuru was responsible for bringing Nelson Mandela to Seattle, Desmond Tutu, uh, and he continues to bring many governors from Kenya, from Congo, uh, a lot of ambassadors from across Africa attend this annual Africa Day Business Forum, and it's happening this Saturday. So, if you are in Seattle, you can't miss this one, you know, uh, and if you are unable to pay for the tickets because they're very pricey just let me know and i can make arrangements for you i really want young african people and any young person who really wants to understand uh, what's going on in africa now what are the business opportunities uh, that uh, are available for uh, for you if you're in the diaspora what companies are thriving and how can you connect with them and invest and uh, even get your business to be present in Africa. Uh, there are a lot of U.S. government officials that also attend this forum, you know. Uh, U.S. banks that fund major projects in Africa also attend this forum. So I just don't want you to miss it, you know. So if you can, uh, go to Eventbrite and get your ticket for Africa Day Business Forum this Saturday at the Motif Hotel in Seattle. 
again i'm here with my wonderful guest wayne methu and wayne i want you now to just take a minute and share with us you know you know we've talked about uh, a childhood story that inspires you uh, that drives who you are today we've talked about your work uh you know where it is where it's going and and some of your dreams where you'd like to go ultimately uh but one of my favorite things to also ask my guests is um you know just what is it that you're doing now that you want anybody who is listening or watching to support you know speak to us about that and also how we can stay connected with you if you have social media platforms where you want us to connect with you uh, this is a good time for you to touch on that as well oh absolutely thank you i am currently working as a logistician and consulting for events around san francisco um i am still at san francisco jazz for the moment and i'm also in school so if you're looking to network with me specifically on matters logistics or you're interested in matters uh, diplomacy non-profit organizations across the spectrum of uh, healthcare provision especially in the global south or in underserved communities please feel free to reach out i'm gonna give my email it's methylwayne at gmail.com that's m-e-t-h-o wayne at gmail and that's the best way to reach me for any kind of or any any such uh connections i'm also on x uh formerly twitter wayne method i am on instagram areche one a-r-e-c-h-e one the number one that's where i also look at um, a lot of information uh, that we share together and uh feel free also to professionally look at uh, how we can work together i'm on linkedin that's wayne method again and those are the easiest and quickest ways to reach me. In terms of my work, Simon, I just want to make sure that I graduate from my program and then hopefully get uh, going in DC. Uh, eventually, I look uh, to go to Washington, DC and work with the Kenyan consulate and the Kenyan community there too. It'd be quite interesting to see what goes on in those parts of the world. Man, I love that. I love, I, you could be the next Kenyan ambassador, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, goal. Yeah, I'm serious, you know, I'm serious. So, uh we should connect because the current uh Kenyan consular in LA is a good friend. You saw him at Madaraka, you know. Uh, we should connect you with him now as soon as possible uh so that, you know, he can start connecting you to people, introducing you to people. Um yeah, I love that. I love uh your ambitions. Now, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you really wanted to talk about today? You know, when when you thought about our interview, our conversation today, um think about something that I haven't asked that you really want to speak about. I think if there was a parting shot so to speak, I would just go back to our proverb today and remind ourselves that, you know, Patience really goes a long way. Simon, you've been doing this for uh, the Madaraka Festival for nine years. I think looking back, it's taken quite a bit of patience, preparation. And I just like to remind us, each one of us, including myself, that sometimes without the, the preparation, without the planning, without the patience, we might not uh, see the results we wish to see. So as we move forward into the new week, that is the mantra that I take with me too. Thank you for that. Excellent, excellent. Thank you again, Wayne. 
uh, stay on after we end the show. I would like to talk to you about a few things uh, to our viewers and our listeners. Uh, you know, I just want to thank you. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so. Uh, you know, your your support uh, with the subscription and the growth of the YouTube channel is really, really important. And it's one of the fastest ways that you can claim that, hey, one day I invested in the African Father in America podcast because this is going to be a platform that is going to uh, transform many, many lives uh, and create so many opportunities for many people. So uh, I want you to be a part of that. Now, I want to thank Dennis Caview for joining us from Nairobi. Dennis says that uh, tuned in all the way from Nairobi, Kenya. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, Martin Osome is also joining us. Martin is part of the One Vibe team uh, and he says a fear podcast time. Uh, thank you, Martin. And also, Stephen is a part of our team as well in Kenya and he says to live Greetings, great family. Another new week full of good full of good ahead for all of us thank you steve and thank you all for watching tomorrow we'll be here uh, for another amazing episode same time and we'll be doing it again throughout the week you know we have incredible guests lined up and incredible proverbs lined up for you so i just thank you uh and uh wayne i'll be seeing you soon and i'll be seeing you all soon uh, peace and love african father in America Tujikaze tujikaze jikaze Tujikaze tujikaze jikaze Africa tujikaze tujikaze jikaze America Tujikaze tujikaze jikaze You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo live from Seattle, Washington, USA